Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. You ever run to somebody that's always changing jobs? Because they have never learned to submit to what? Authority. Oh, they've asked me to work an extra day. I won't do it. I'm boss. Really? By the way, with the unemployment rate 10%, do you know what's changed in the workforce today? What would you like me to do? Do I have to be here early? I'll be here early. I'll work Saturday, Sunday. I'll be working Monday, holiday, Easter. I'll work. Interesting, isn't it? The world is full of disrespecting of authority. Everywhere you look, you see situations where the authority figure is mocked and ignored. In most sitcoms, the boss or parents are shown to be clueless buffoons, unworthy of respect and obedience. Pastor Mark's teaching today is about God's affirmation of the original building block of society, the family. You'll hear what God had to say about the structure and composition of the family. You'll find out how the lessons you learn at home can benefit you for the rest of your life. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in Exodus chapter 20 as he continues his message, Doing Family God's Way. Kids, teenagers, as you go through school and you are maturing, you won't only find authority figures at home, mom and dad, but you're going to be faced with other people that are in authority, teachers, coaches, youth pastors, and you need to learn to honor them and obey them as well. Isn't it amazing that many people today who would love to be teachers in our public schools will not teach in our public schools. Why? Because there is no respect for what? Authority. And the kids kind of run the whole place. Have you ever been on an airplane? And you wanted to get out of your seat so bad. Especially if the person that had no respect for authority, the eight-year-old was sitting behind you doing this to your seat for a thousand miles. And dad is going, now Johnny, that really isn't the right thing to do. (laughs) Been there, haven't you? Where did all that start? Oh, not on the airplane. That started with the child running the home and not the parent. And that is pretty prevalent in many areas 
in the United States specifically. Now, understand this principle. As I honor those in authority, I'm really honoring God. As I honor those that God has placed in authority, Romans 13, I'm really honoring God. Number three reason, it pleases God. Why should students and children and teens obey their parents, honor them? Because it pleases God. Turn with me to Colossians 3, verse 20. And I already know you have some questions. We're going to address those questions in a moment as we go through. Colossians chapter 3, verse 20. Children, obey your parents in how much? Tell me. Everything. Those of you that are are students and, and children, say that word with me. Here we go. In what? Everything. Everything? Pastor Mark, you mean like everything? It says what? Everything. For this pleases the Lord. Now, Pastor Mark, I got some questions. Number one, what if my parents aren't Christ followers? What if they're not believers? Do, do, I, do I still have to obey my parents in everything? The answer, yes, Absolutely. Here's the hard one. Well, Pastor, what if they're not believers and also they're like unreasonable and harsh? You think the Bible answers that? It does. Let me read it for you. 1 Peter 2.18. Notice, servants, be submissive to your masters with all respect Not only to those who are good and gentle, but also to those who are unreasonable. Pastor Mark, that's not fair. Well, here's why you have to do it as a child and teenager. Your parents from sometimes won't be the best parents. There are no perfect parents, by the way. Relax. You won't be either. But as a child or a teenager, sometimes you won't understand mom and dad. Sometimes they'll make some wrong calls. We'll talk about that in the second half. Relax. We'll get to mom and dad. Some of you may even have had really poor parents. Their parenting skills were poor. But they ask you to do these things, and they're a little harsh. They seem unreasonable. We are to obey them. Why? Because when you get to the real world... How many of you in this room ever had a boss or a supervisor that was harsh or unreasonable? Let me see your hand. There you go. So where am I going to learn to submit to somebody that's a little like, what? You're going to learn it in the home so that you can keep your job when you become an adult. You ever run to somebody that's always changing jobs? Because they have never learned to submit to what? Authority. Oh, they've asked me to work an extra day. I won't do it. I'm boss. Really? 
By the way, with the unemployment rate 10%, do you know what's changed in the workforce today? What would you like me to do? Do you like to be here early? I'll be here early. I'll work Saturday, Sunday? I'll be working Monday, holiday, Easter, I'll work. Interesting, isn't it? You see, the way I do that is, even if my parents are not Christians, even if they're unreasonable, listen, even if some of you have parents or had parents that were not good parents, they might have even been lousy parents. The Bible says, poor boss, harsh team leader, impossible coach, even a not very good parent. We are to be submissive to them and obey them. That's hard. That's really hard. But by doing that, and let me stop for a moment, because it is hard. Remember, honor means action and attitude. By the way, some of these things I'm giving you, you can't do on your own. You can't leave here and say, I can handle it tomorrow. No, you can't. You need God to help you with that. Because I'm rebellious as my nature. And don't look at me funny because you're the same as I am. (laughs) My sin nature wants nobody telling me what to do. Does yours? Yes, it does. Some of you struggle when you come in here and our guys say, park over here. What do you mean, park over here? This is my church. (laughs) Right. Careful. God might have a sense of humor and have four flats when you leave. (laughs) So understand, even all of this happened, it's not obedience just because you had to obey the boss. And then over lunch, you get an ulcer talking about it. No, no, there has to be an attitude change with it. Well, Pastor Mark, are there any exceptions then to obeying my parents. Yes. Turn with me to Acts 5, verse 29. You kids will definitely have this one circled. Are there any exceptions? By the way, it goes farther than the family. It's a great general principle that applies to everybody here in Melbourne and those in Vier and actually around the world. Peter gave us this principle when they said to Peter and John, stop preaching. You can't preach anymore in Jerusalem. Acts 5 verse 29. And Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than men. So if a parent asks a child or a teenager to disobey a direct command from God, that teenager child must humbly say to their parent, I can't do that because God says I can't. Where could that be? The phone rings, and the dad says to the teenager, tell him I'm not here. You can't do that. You cannot lie for your mom or dad. And parent, 
You can't expect them to do it because they must obey who? God rather than you. So don't ask them to lie. Don't ask them to do something dishonest. Don't put them in a place where they have to get to this. By the way, this is the same thing at work or any place else. Your boss asks you, fudge these figures, do this thing. You have to humbly respect and say, no, I can't do that. Well, Pastor Mark, I might lose my job. Then lose your job because God will give you another one. You see, we have to put God first. Fourth reason children and teenagers are to honor their parents. It's simply the right thing to do. Turn back to Ephesians chapter 6. You were just there. You know how to get back there. God knew that the easiest place to learn obedience and submission to authority was in the home. And so that's where all the training begins. It's where it happens. Now look, Ephesians 6.1, we read it, but now with the emphasis. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Why do I obey my parents? Why do I submit to their authority? Simply because it's the right thing to do. Understand this. Children, those of you that are here as kids and teenagers, none of us have perfect parents. But I tell you this, by and large, this is true. In the home with your mom and dad who brought you into the world, you won't ever find people outside of the home that are going to be as kind, as forgiving, as encouraging, and giving more second chances than you will your parents. When you step out of the home and hit the real world, that will be a wide awakening. In the home, you will find parents, by and large, who will be the ones who will be the role model for encouraging you to do exactly what God says, to honor them by obeying them. I've learned a lesson myself. It's not complicated. In any situation, from tax to dealing with people to something in the ministry, to something in everyday life, God always honors us if we simply do the right thing. Just do the right thing. Well, Pastor Mark, what is the right thing? It's all in the Bible. Just simply do the right thing. I think it's going to hurt me. Just do the right thing. By the way, again, you can't do that by... I'm going to huff and puff and... No, you're going to need God in you because my nature in me says, don't do the right thing. Take care of myself. If this favors me over here, little lion cheating's okay. No, just do the right thing. And last, why should children and students honor their parents? Number five, because one day you'll be a parent. One day, you will be a parent. Now, I want you to think about this. Kids, students, teenagers, you should treat your parents 
as you'd like to be treated when you get older. Because guess what? Your kids are going to come along. And let's see what happens. Now, we're through for a moment with the kids. Remember we said kids had to honor mom and dad. But we also said then that mom and dad must be honorable. They must be worthy of respect. Notice the Bible doesn't say mom and dad must be perfect. That will never happen. But we're to be honorable. So let me give you five reasons why parents should be honorable. Some of them will sound a little familiar. Number one, God says so. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 5 and 6, this is written not to kids, not to students, not to teenagers. If you're a parent, this is written to you. Notice, you parents must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Well, why should I be honorable? Honorable means I'm worthy to be honored. It means my heart's into it. And you must commit yourself wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. You see, that simply says, parents, God says for you to be honorable. You love God, not because you have to, not when only people are looking, but you love God because God says to do it. See, God requires parents to provide love and protection and direction and provision and most of the spiritual training for their children. Why should parents be honorable? Number two, not only does God require it, God holds parents accountable. I believe every parent, myself included, Linda and I obviously, we will stand before God because we have been given this great responsibility and great opportunity. I'm going to be held accountable for how I love God, if it's real, how I train my kids, and how that works. Now, you're right there in Ephesians. Look at verse 4. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. Fathers, by the way, in this context, fathers also means parents because verses 1 through 3 is all about parents. So just read it like this. Parents, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and the instruction of the world. Is there, did I say something wrong? What's wrong with bringing him up in the instruction of the world? That's because that's not what it says. It says, parents, do not exasperate your children. It said, bring them up in the training and the instruction of the Lord. You see, what happens in our world, and I'll explain the balance to this in a moment, we are not to focus our training of our children to pursue pleasure and power and possessions and position. 
Now, we are to show them how to make a living in the world, how to try to be successful to some degree, obviously, in all of those things, by being good employees. That's biblical. That's right. They should see that from you. But that cannot be our main focus. We are to bring them up in the training and the instruction of the Lord. Now, Spurgeon said this, To be a believer in God early in life is to be saved a thousand regrets. I want you to think about that. To be a believer in God early in life is to be saved a thousand regrets. So what does it mean for parents to train and instruct their children in the things of God? What does that look like? Let me give you a few things. And they may just write a little point down in your head as we go through. Number one. You don't have to take notes, but just think about this. Parents, teach your children that God loves them and has a great plan for their life. See, your kids don't know that. They were born just like you were. Jeremiah 29 tells me that's the promise. You see, when we see our kids, you have to see the potential that's in front of you. The potential to love God and to fulfill His purpose. I've said to you many times... It doesn't matter how successful in the world our kids are. All I want to know is my kids, my grandkids, our son-in-law and all of those relationships that are out there. Here's what I want. That they love God, are fulfilling his purpose, and are going to be in heaven with us. The rest of it, who cares? Don't make it complicated. Don't get divided. That's what we're talking about. Tell your kids at a young age, God loves them. God has a plan for their life that's better than any plan they would ever have. Colossians 3.21 says this, listen, parents, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. Now, how does a child get bitter? Lots of ways. Let me give you an example of what happens. In the Bible, we have this word called discipline. It's the D word. A lot of people don't like the D word. Really, most of us don't like the D word because remember I told you that our sin nature says to me what? Don't you tell me what to do. We have that trouble in this church from time to time as we do in all Calvary chapels because Calvary chapels don't have their children in with them. Fifth grade and below is where our children come in. Do you know how many parents will come here and we explain that to them kindly? We want their kids in their own area because it's way better for them and whatever. And yet parents will come in and say, I don't care what you say. I'm going to take my five-year-old and I'm going to sit on the third row right here and you're not going to stop me. In this church, we stop them. Pastor Mark's teaching today focused on the concept of authority. You learned how your parents were the first authority figures in your life. Although certainly not the last, you found out more about God's intention for the family and how stable families make for stable societies. You were reminded that honoring authorities is, in a way, honoring God. You don't have to wait to hear another message from Lessons for Living. 
Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com to access our archive of messages on various topics and books of the Bible. Subscribe to our podcast as well to receive updated teachings as soon as they're made available. We're so glad you joined us today and we'd love to connect with you. Feel free to contact us with your questions and prayer requests at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Next time, Pastor Mark will be wrapping up his teaching, Doing Family God's Way. Pastor Mark will be mainly talking to parents, showing the importance of being parents worthy of honor. You'll be addressing the sticky points of how children honor parents who hadn't shown themselves worthy of honor and how love covers a multitude of sins. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through this series, 10 Living Words. That's next time on Lessons for Living. in a hurry.